0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast.
1: and welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. So for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City, and each week I'll have a brand new guest to join me. So this week, we have an amazing guest for you. Originally, it was supposed to be Natasha Estrada, but unfortunately, our mistake, we messed up that recording, and... Our new amazing guest is going to be Terrence Deutsch. And we'll be watching Season 3, Episode 14, entitled Sex and Another City. If you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at c a t c podcast. If you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at Cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. The show is brought to you by BoardWalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts. So head over to BoardWalk Audio com to check them out and if you like this show i want to support it the best way to do so is by shopping that's right just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos click on the amazon logo to the left and start shopping and it's christmas time so go shop a lot we'll also put a link in the show notes all right everybody enjoy the episode cheers <laughs> All right, well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, the Sex in the City podcast. Today, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 14, titled Sex and Another City. No, is that it? Yes, it is. I have to be honest here. Confession time. This is is not the original recording that you guys were supposed to hear. We actually already recorded an episode with the amazing, wonderful Natasha Estrada. And she's so funny. She's a comedian, actress, and she had a really great story about going to the Playboy Mansion. Um, But unfortunately, in the Cosmos editing room, it was probably my fault. I'll probably blame it on Terrence. (laughs) That conversation, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Um, but guess who we have on the show today? The amazing, wonderful Terrence George.
0: Hey, the Fall Guy! Yay! <laughs>
1: yes, I told Terrence a long time ago. If anything crazy happens, you better be up to bat. And here you are. And here I am. So, Terrence, tell us about yourself. Oh, first up. <laughs> Cheers, Terrence. Oh.
0: <laughs> yes. Cosmos. Cheers. Woo! Clink.
1: Mm. Ooh. 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 <laughs> mm. Like a
0: kick in the face.
1: <laughs> All right. Tell us about yourself. Come on. Um,
0: hi. Uh, my name is Terrence. I live in LA. I'm from New Jersey originally. I am head of post-production at a company called Prohibited. We're a cannabis media company.
1: Cannabis. Interesting. Yes. What's the other name for that?
0: Um, marijuana oh. or weed or dope ass chronic—I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that's fun, and uh, yeah, we—it's a fun space to explore and working with a lot of cool people. Shout out to Prohibited.
1: Sounds like a fun job.
0: <laughs> yep, it's pretty chill. <laughs>
1: Cool. So what is your background with Cosmos in the... Oh, wait. Not Cosmos. Sex in the City.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Got it together. Um, it's something that a lot of lady friends I've had have always watched. Actually, I think the one that turned me on to it most was probably Emily Rothstein, who I believe you've had on the show. Oh, yeah,
1: she was my very first guest. My very
0: first guest. And, yeah. Woo-hoo, Emily. But then... Uh, in watching it with the person I'm with now, I've just sort of seen the show this entire series at least four times through osmosis. So Whoa. Yeah, I just am no more than I should.
1: That about person it, I guess. must be a crazy person. They really are <laughs>
0: cuckoo bananas.
1: And in case the audience didn't figure it out, I'm that crazy person. <laughs>
0: yes. We live together.
1: <laughs> yes. Um so. Let's get on. Let's talk about this episode, Sex in Another City. This is the second of the two l a episodes. and I want well, it
0: to be a trilogy, but it's only two. So
1: right. I kind yeah, of think I always I thought third. there were three right because it seems like they were there for a pretty long time.
0: It feels like there's enough that happens for a to be three, but I guess it's just two. I guess the duo. but I feel like I feel like when Seinfeld went to l a they had three episodes.
1: I don't know. I haven't seen Seinfeld in a really long time. Check it out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it starts out with Carrie is getting the Brazilian bikini wax.
0: Right. This was, looked very intense. The waxer had a, they said it had an indecipherable accent, but there's really one phrase you didn't understand and then everything else was fine.
1: It was beautiful. Is that what she said? At the very end, she said beautiful. She had, yeah, beautiful. she said
0: that. I think she had another like she said blah, 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 and then Carrie looked weird, and then she'd like leg up or something.
1: I think she was supposed to be like Russian or Ukrainian yeah. or something like that. But I mean,
0: all in all, you heard at more than fifty percent of her words. So it wasn't crazy, but yeah, this scene. Led to a lot of metaphors <laughs> throughout the rest of the episode.
1: It did, and her name was Alicia, the bikini waxer. But now you can't—you've uh, never had anything waxed, correct?
0: That is correct. Hmm. I've not had anything waxed. <laughs> so and I hope to say that
1: um, when I die. As someone who <laughs> has had a Brazilian, now I haven't had everything gone. So she had everything. Whoop.
0: Yeah, clean. In the, in the next scene, where they're at the pool, she. Would not stop talking about it, but yeah, said she felt like basically naked.
1: Right. Well, just everything is more, um, uh, it's just, you just feel everything more.
0: So she, she felt cold. More
1: aware. <laughs> she,
0: said she was cold.
1: She's aware of everything down there. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because it's all gone. All right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that makes
0: sense.
1: Anyway, okay. So Miranda <laughs> is going to see an old friend, Letterman Lou.
0: Letterman Lou, what and a he's nickname!
1: Originally from New York, but he moved to LA, and he writes a, a sitcom. Basically, he writes two guys, a girl in a pizza place. I think is what they were trying. Is that what
0: they were doing? I I thought it was just friends with less people. To be I, honest,
1: I thought it. I thought they were kind of alluding to. Two guys, a girl, and Pete's place, but that could have been just me.
0: Well, they mentioned a loft is the only reason I'm thinking friends, just because they're like, you know, they said like the two, there's three in total, and they don't do anything all day, and they live in that big loft. I'm like, that feels like friends, but
1: you're you're, not wrong. No, you're probably right. I guess, yeah, he was. He was. Okay.
0: I bet you in the writer's room, Half the room was very adamant about it being a Friends takeoff. The other half was very adamant about the other show, uh, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. And they were just like, let's just be vegan. No,
1: you're right. Because he says, like, w- you know, when, when he gets mad about Miranda being like, what does it matter what you look like? You're a writer. He's like, yeah, for a hit show. So, yeah, it probably was Friends.
0: You don't, you don't consider Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place a hit show?
1: No, because eventually they had to lose the Pizza Place, right? They
0: lost the Pizza Place? Yeah,
1: eventually it just became Two Guys and a Girl, I think.
0: I think, uh, from what I remember, I just think, like, promo-wise, they started shorting it to, like, two guys a girl. Yeah. <laughs> two guys and a girl. Um.
1: Anyway, that's a show uh, wow. I haven't seen in a wow. really long time. Next
0: podcast. Anyway. I'll we'll, uh, watch that, that show.
1: Um, and he meets her at the Flowing Tree. Um, the Flowing Tree. Yes. You know, which is when those, like, raw, like, juice type of places
0: it it felt like a place that we would see at silver lake
1: yeah like an like, all-natural like
0: like if you know you walk down to hoover and then you're on hoover and sunset like there's a big coffee place around there uh i feel like it it felt like that layout yeah there.
1: um just very like ooh, la, la. or
0: intelligentsia that's what it felt like it felt like intelligentsia
1: Maybe, but I don't think there was like coffee at this place.
0: Yeah, but just like the look
1: of it. It was all just like yeah. health nut stuff. And he's like, no, we should get a drink here. Green tea infusion.
0: Yeah, he was very flowy. Like, you know what? I was just supremely unhappy in New York. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah.
1: So, and then he's like, let's go for a hike.
0: Right. Yeah. And she looked at him like, hmm?
1: Huh? And Miranda. She's, you know, it's funny how when people visit L.A., they just think, like, it's tropical or something. They just think warm and sunny. Yes. And so, like, Miranda was in this, like, long maxi dress with, like, flowers all over it. Right,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, This is something that I have to explain a lot of my friends when they visit. They'll just just have shorts and a t-shirt the whole time. And then they'll get what I call a Cali cold. Where it's like, you know, we'll spend a day in Santa Monica, but you know, like maybe we'll be out or there'll be a night still just in jeans and shorts and a t shirt. And I'm like, yeah, there is weather here, you know? I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it's, the temperature it's, will change on a given day, about 10, 20 degrees and stuff. Also,
1: yeah, yeah it just depends on where you are. Cause, totally. right? It's like Santa Monica is colder than right. the valley.
0: But, but we know where were they staying? They were staying in like west, West Hollywood.
1: They were staying at the standard. Yeah,
0: they were staying at the standard. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So anyway, um, let's see. So Carrie and Samantha they pull up in uh, Carrie's rented blue Mustang, which
0: I guess she now this is the, this is the second LA episode? The second LA. So episode. she has somehow mastered driving this thing.
1: Uh, semi-mastered.
0: Semi-mastered. Early. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they pull up to a red carpet event, and they can't get in.
0: Well. They, they can, can go into the pr- the press media area. Right? But they want to be like in, in.
1: They want to walk the red carpet.
0: Yes, they want to walk the red carpet.
1: And um, and it's great because uh, the the lady at the door is like, "Well, let me see your passes from the movie."
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember this. Nobody sees the movie.
1: Everyone goes to the movie. Yeah
0: they they made it a point to be very like L A is different than New York. Like, very clearly. And then they walk around like, nobody sees the movie. Ugh.
1: I'm sure people do see the movie in New York.
0: Would I mean, you <laughs> like seeing the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, because, well, I can't get on the red carpet. So
0: Not with that, dude. <laughs>
1: uh, but we, we just went to a red carpet screening yes. of Homecoming. Homecoming.
0: <laughs> I, I think that, personally for me, if it's something I've worked on, being on the post side of things, generally, I've already seen it a hundred times, so I generally like hang out and like drink during the premiere. But I imagine like if you're acting in something and you haven't seen it at all since maybe like acting on set or maybe an ADR session, yeah, I'd want to like see the movie. Yeah, but maybe sit in the back if you're like oh, this isn't going well. I need to leave. I think
1: Julia Roberts stayed, didn't she?
0: I. I Bless her I feel soul. Like she, I hope. So. I, I feel hope like so. she went
1: back and sat down and watched. Let's just it.
0: say she did because she's just <laughs> the best.
1: Oh, I was also wondering where was um, what's his face? He wasn't there. Car- uh What do we call him? He was on Sex and the City. Bobby car- Carnival. Carnival. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean at the premiere?
1: Yeah, because I didn't realize he was on the show just until we people, saw
0: it. Just for people listening, we went to the premiere of the Homecom- Amazon show, Homecoming, and in it is Julia Roberts and Bobby Carnevale.
1: Who was on Sex and the City. Who
0: was on Sex City in a previous episode, but wasn't on at the premiere.
1: He wasn't. Yeah, whatever. But I didn't know, like... I know, yeah. he,
0: he's like top 10 people I wouldn't want to meet in a dark alley. I just like... Ugh. I'm
1: sure he's a very nice
0: guy. I'm sure he... I'm. I'm sure he's super nice, but it is a particular type of person that can play a sleazeball that well. There's, like, a dark underbelly.
1: No, it's acting. I know. It's, I just— oh, No, it's acting. I'm sure he's know. great. I don't want to— do, do, do. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Fine. So, at the movie premiere— uh-huh.
0: Although she had a car uh, in kind of all day.
1: Samantha goes to get the car out of valet. And, they're, and she comes back, she's like, it's going to take an hour.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, what valet is this? They just got there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Um, and then, while Carrie's standing outside, we meet the lovely Vince Vaughn, a.k.a. Keith Travers. Keith
0: Travers, yeah, who's...
1: Representing Matt Damon.
0: Yeah, and then, like, got off the phone. What do he say? Something like, we'll have her call me when she's ready to negotiate. Or something like that, and I was like, "Ooh, power move!" Ooh,
1: I'm sure that person had already hung up, and he just decided to say that. Oh,
0: I'm sure, 100. <laughs> uh, yeah, like when we find singing- out later on what his what his job is, yeah, I'm sure we can imagine. Oh yeah,
1: what he it was. was speaking to a dial tone. Oh or, yeah, yeah, or like, whatever yeah. it
0: was. Well, uh, you're yeah, yeah, real power move.
1: Um, but they have a nice little interaction.
0: Yeah, uh, he. Based off the fact that she's smoking and what she's smoking, he figures out she's a New Yorker pretty quick. And then he's
1: always like, um, actress,
0: yeah, actress, writer, too pretty to be a writer for every three words she says, he says like 10 back. It's like, it's yeah, it's like peak Vince Vaughn, quicker, 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 yeah. Um, and he is just like a mountain of a man.
1: He's very tall.
0: He's so tall. Well, I think I think under outside of big, Carrie likes tall guys. Cause like Aiden is huge. This guy's huge. She takes a lot of guys, but this is the uh Carrie tall guy era.
1: I don't necessarily think um it's that they're so tall, is that she's so tiny.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's true as well. But I mean like um the senator guy wasn't particularly tall. Mm, there have been people in between, but I mean, like, she just broke up with Aiden. Right. So, like, yeah, no. This this guy, for all intents and purposes, is LA Aiden. Yeah. What? Really?
1: You were making some hand movement. No, I was just checking that it was recording. Yeah, it's recording. Real good. Okay, so they go in, um, Samantha goes in, uh, Keith and Samantha decide to go to the VIP room, and then Samantha meets Hugh Hefner.
0: Yeah, uh, also before that, just one thing that I did write down, because I took some notes. Um, so Vince Vaughn's character takes another call in there. So it's the moment where like, they've established... That they uh Carrie and Vince Vaughn are into each other, and then they break off, and then Carrie gets a little aside to Samantha, and in that moment they see Vince Vaughn, do you know what Carrie says to Vince Vaughn's character when he gets a call? No, <laughs> she says someone's ass is ringing, and it ain't mine. Oh, I was right, like, what right. the fuck is that like, what yeah. I just what well, let's continue. I just like. Had to state that to the world. Gonna yeah. next time we're out together and you're getting a call, better believe
1: <laughs> someone's ass is ringing and, in and it, it ain't mine. mine.
0: <laughs> I was like zing, so I'm like a t-shirt or something.
1: Um, so Hugh Hefner, uh, Samantha, I guess this is like one of her heroes. Yeah,
0: he's like the celebrity for her, right?
1: Apparently, it's like we never that, knew this before, but
0: yeah, yes, absolutely, but but in no way shocking. Really?
1: No, not at all.
0: But that's like Desert Island. Like who would you like to be stuck on a desert island with? Like Samantha's like Hugh Hefner.
1: Right. Done. Um, but it was great. He was like very nice and like, oh, do you want to sit on my lap? And
0: he's gotta be I would say other than Stan Lee, Hugh Hefner has to be like number two as far as like doing cameos as himself. Because he's done it in so many things. Yeah. Just like a, but a slow night. What does he say? Like having a, ah, Samantha. I finally got to do my Samantha impression. Oh, Hugh, having a drink with three blondes. This must be a normal night for you. He goes, yeah, a slow one, but, uh <laughs> Oh, Hugh.
1: I didn't realize you were such a good impressionist, Terrence. I don't
0: know about all that, but I just <laughs> love doing my Samantha impression.
1: Or is it your, uh what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel doing his do it, Samantha. Yeah, doing
0: his Samantha, yeah. Certainly. I feel like
1: you're doing a Jason Siegel one, as Samantha. The, but
0: I mean, oh, honey, wrong ring, wrong guy. <laughs> I don't know. Me and my it's brother so basically do that all the time. Just like, huh? Oh. But that line, too, it's so good.
1: Why are you and your brother saying this back and forth?
0: I just think, because we're talking about the Cosmos in the City podcast. Our favorite podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. Nailed it. it Brought it
0: around. Uh, Yeah, so she's hanging out with Hugh Hefner.
1: Okay. So let's move on. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, in the end of that, I guess she gets invited to...
1: Oh, right. She gets invited to the Playboy Mansion.
0: Every Samantha Jones's dream. (laughs) It's
1: a dream. Um, Also, Vince invites Carrie to... Lunch later in the week to a restaurant called Wink. Wink,
0: wink. right? Great table. What? Great table.
1: Great table. It's like
0: Wink. Let's go to Wink. Great table.
1: Oh, oh you're, now you're doing your Vince Vaughn impression. I just,
0: I, yeah, I just fresh watched this, and I'm just internalizing <laughs> these little things. Great. Table. Oh,
1: you freshly watched this? Okay, everybody, just watch this episode, audience. I'm talking to you. So, I hear him watching the episode and i hear him go oh oh and i'm like wow he is really into this episode and then i peek around the corner no guys he's watching a football game on his laptop while watching sex and the city in the background
0: yeah those uh enthusiastic cheers were half for the football half no, for sex they in the are city. Not. Every time Samantha gets a one-liner I'm like, "Hey."
1: Yeah, I was like, "Wow, he's really Growing into this." Into it,
0: really taking notes.
1: Um, um, let's talk about Charlotte.
0: Yeah, Charlotte.
1: Charlotte's back in New York. Um, he's fresh from the honeymoon with Trey. They still didn't have sex on the honeymoon. Um, but
0: but they point that out. In the previous episode, right? Yeah. Like, it's a known thing. Oh, yeah, because in the previous episode, they do the um, piece of paper around the penis.
1: Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, so Charlotte um, just got done with a black tie benefit for the hospital, and she suggests Trey take Viagra, and he's <laughs> like, no. Yeah, he, yeah,
0: went, <laughs> Yeah. Don't you know my father has a heart condition? And then he's blah, blah, blah. oh, now I'm all hot and bothered and blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
1: Um, also, she – so she starts, like, looking out – looking up ways on how to fix Trey's penis. <laughs> and she, I mean, like – In there.
0: I, I
1: feel like – In there. When, did she Google it or ask Jeeves it? It's yeah, like, at
0: that point it would have been Ask Jeeves. <laughs> or it's just, like, Ask around. Or you email some friends. So
1: she finds this like hydraulic penis for like $8,000.
0: Totally. Seems a little overpriced. I was a little confused (laughs) by what it was to do.
1: I think it was kind of supposed to be like um, probably, okay, so in my Grey's Anatomy watching. Obviously. There was an episode where this old guy got like this Penis, I guess it, maybe it was a hydraulic penis into his penis. And it was like you squeeze the balls and then it gives you an erection.
0: Is that, I just don't, I, I just don't, what's, do they know what Trey's problem is right now?
1: No. Yeah. And that's why she's Googling and asking because she
0: knows he can get an erection. Or oh, she knows he can get an erection.
1: Oh, she does. She knows it's like an emotional thing. Is that weird? But I mean,
0: okay, so the night before the wedding, oh, yeah, he couldn't get it up. Yeah. He couldn't get it up the night before. So at this point, okay, it's it's an impotence issue as, as she believes it now. But I feel like later on he has like other issues, right?
1: Well, they can't get pregnant.
0: But, but doesn't he also like, I, I thought there was a point where he like uh, comes too early. Is that just one time?
1: Uh, I mean, I
0: Trey. Trey's the Trey. worst. Trey's the no, it's not.
1: Worst. Trey's not the worst. They just have issues. They're just not right for each other. That is true. That's it. It's not him or her. It's just them. They miss
0: certain intangibles.
1: All right. So, anyway, Samantha buys <sighs> a fake Fendi.
0: Um, yes.
1: Charlotte.
0: At a newsstand.
1: Charlotte starts to miss. We'll get we'll get back to the fake findy because that fake findy right. is kind of like the crutch of the whole episode. It's
0: that it, they somehow make that play into the Brazilian wax. It's it's actually pretty great for what for what they're trying to do. I think they do it pretty well.
1: So Charlotte's starting to miss her single life. She flies to L.A. Yeah, like. Bam.
0: Bang, there next day. She's like, "Mm." as she's picking up Carrie's mail, she sees a picture, and then next thing you know, I'm in L.A. And I'm like, what?
1: Hey, guys, in L.A.
0: And I'm like, did she take a red eye? Because if she took a red eye, she looks great.
1: But then Carrie's like, okay, well, I got plans, so you got to go to the pool and hang out with the other girls.
0: Yeah, she's like, okay, that's fine.
1: So uh, Carrie goes house looking with Keith Travers.
0: Keith Travers, that's his name. And they look at
1: a $3.2 million home. Which
0: 3.2? Yes. Yeah, I mean now would be like nine.
1: Six. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the great view. Yeah. I also know like, was that date lunch and then looking at a house?
1: Yeah, he's just trying to impress her.
0: He sure is. Yeah, I And mean, they have their first kiss. I guess then.
1: Yep, they make out.
0: They do make out. If you like, you gotta check out the hot tub. Is what the realtor says.
1: Yes.
0: Hey man, <laughs> I, uh, getting those one liners.
1: All right. So next day, all at breakfast. Um,
0: hey, Charlotte, as what? we as we know them, they're all in their normal spots for brunch. Yes. It's just a lit it's just on a different coast.
1: Um. Charlotte's really into this lunch, uh breakfast because she gets like
0: yeah, she was like not phased at all. She was like I want this, I want that, I want that. The waitress was like if you really were looking for that, I think you should do that. Charlotte's like no problem. Looks at everybody's like I really like LA.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like LA too.
0: I like LA too. Yeah. In doing in seeing that, I was like, yeah, Charlotte would be okay with living in LA. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. And the actress Kristen Davis does
0: right. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Um, let's see. Oh, and Charlotte also gets a bikini wax.
0: Yeah, they're sort of talking about what's a way to like fix your problem with Trey, and someone's like, send him on a trip to Brazil.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I was like, oh, here we go.
1: Is that a pun?
0: <laughs> uh, sort of. It's uh, th- there were a lot of those. Uh yeah, earlier on right after oh, we'll, get into we'll it. talk we'll talk about it later but yeah, I've got, I've got a whole section talking about that. Uh-huh. But yeah, there's that and then like they're sort of talking about everything and they've all taken on their LA personas. Like Miranda's very zen, you know. She's like, you know, we all have our paths Oh walk. yeah,
1: she's talking about how great
0: um LA is Letterman too.
1: Lou could be now.
0: Yeah, they're all basically like all in on the, on LA at this moment.
1: Oh yeah, so Samantha has bought this fake Fendi. Yes. Originally price, it's like $3,000. It's just like a little gold bag. Right. And she bought it for $150 bucks out of a trunk off the side of the road. And, in front of a newsstand. Okay, in front of a newsstand. I just
0: was like, I because I know the Los Feliz newsstands. I'm like, oh, a newsstand, interesting.
1: And all the girls are just like amazed.
0: Oh my God, they're losing their minds.
1: They They are.
0: They are just like...
1: Oh my God, it looks so real. Oh my God. This is one
0: of many moments in this episode where people are just screaming at the top of their lungs for like two seconds. Just like, ah. I don't like what is happening. This is a But
1: then Charlotte blurts out, my marriage is a fake Fendi.
0: Yeah. She's like, the camera's on her, and you can see she's like, ha, 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 ha. Carries you in a VO, and then it all just boils over. So, yeah. So
1: she just confesses that. Her marriage is marriage not is going a fake well Fendi. because everybody except for Carrie thinks that her marriage is going great.
0: Yeah, they're all like, oh, we get it. Yeah, Charlotte, Miranda's like,
1: oh, you've been having sex all the having time. Having sex all the
0: time. Your married life is great. Blah blah blah. Because because also Charlotte's like, oh, I'm just so happy. I don't have to worry about single men and dating. And
1: so Samantha takes Carrie to the valley.
0: It, yeah, it was. He he lives in some place called the Valley, somewhere called the Valley. I
1: and they gone. drive two hours.
0: Yeah, I was like, what are we talking? How deep Valley is this?
1: I mean, depending on what time they went.
0: That's true, but I got to imagine if they're eating brunch, I got to imagine they left at like 11 or 12
1: from I mean, West Hollywood. I mean, it depends on how deep Valley they went. Like past two hours, like, like past Man Eyes, like like out to Agora Hills or something. I'm
0: like at San Diego at that point. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's like, the wrong direction. I, I'm just saying, though, for reference. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. I heard dirt. that. I was like, what's going on? Um, Somewhere called the Valley.
1: The Valley is <laughs> North 101.
0: Yes. I, yes. Yes, it is.
1: San Diego's I 5 South. Get with it.
0: But like, yeah, well, all
1: right. Play out but there. she doesn't want one. She she's like they just look so sad.
0: Yeah, there was a weird dog metaphor they were like playing towards because there were dogs that were barking behind chains, and every time they barked, they both screamed at the top of their lungs. She's like, they just look so sad behind those bunk, those c- bags, the cages. They just look so sad.
1: But she just wants to wait for the real thing.
0: She also yeah, she also said she would know. And while it she looks while it looked good, she would know.
1: She would know.
0: Inside. So what then the inside that counts So Which doesn't speak well to Carrie's finances?
1: <laughs> so after this, this is kind of where the whole episode takes a turn. And right now, um everything seems to be Going okay with everyone.
0: Yeah, everyone's sort of found their perfect little L.A. existence.
1: Yeah, like Carrie is happy with Keith Travers. Keith Travers. Samantha's happy with her fake Fendi. She's going to the Playboy Mansion. Gonna hang with Hef. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte has fun at the Playboy Mansion.
0: Yeah, Charlotte's sort of like on a marriage vacation.
1: Yes. Why did you say that? Isn't that
0: the book from um younger?
1: Marriage Vacation. <laughs> it might be. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh, yes. Big
0: younger fans over here. Yes. Uh and then Miranda's just sort of like She leaning, likes Lou. She but she's also leaning into Lou's like
1: then okay. everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, but then, um, they go but to the then. Playboy Mansion, and um, what?
0: So they go to the Playboy Mansion,
1: and yeah, I it's have you ever been?
0: <laughs> no, I've never been to the Playboy <sighs> Mansion. No, me neither. <laughs> I truly have no desire to go to the Playboy Mansion.
1: I don't even know where it is. Where is it?
0: Uh, I assume like Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: But like sort of like in a weird part of Beverly Hills that's like technically in like, it. Like the but old like,
1: school. Old
0: school, but also like it's technically Beverly Hills from like a zoning perspective, but it's like
1: ugh. I don't know. I have to Google that. Um let's see. Um Samantha. Oh wait. Does Carrie find out about Keith Travers before they go? Yeah, yes. so
0: basically everybody's LA-like existence is sort of done away with before the playboy Mansion.
1: Okay. Not everybody's, but Carrie decide, finds out that Keith Travers is a fraud.
0: Yeah. Carrie's like having a nice night with Keith. They're in the hot tub. They're
1: at his quote-unquote house. His
0: place as a, as per Carrie's words, she's going native with him. <laughs> Simultaneously, Miranda's having a dinner with Lenny?
1: Lou, okay. Lou. Letterman Lou.
0: Letterman Lou. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so that's happening.
1: Letterman Lou.
0: They're having a nice dinner, but they're having like a, a New steak, York steak.
1: A steak dinner. Yeah. Second and time you
0: see him with his Knicks hat.
1: He is chewing his food and spitting it out.
0: Yes. he. You see it a few times, but he's like, great. Cuts off a piece, puts his mouth, to see like,
1: yeah, so it's, it's we find out that Letterman Lou has a eating disorder, and ba- basic, basically it shatters from that point on for yeah. Miranda.
0: Yeah, tastes food, spits it out.
1: Um, so Do you her, think I look
0: this good by eating?
1: Yeah, and it, it's all gone. The yeah. shininess is gone.
0: Yeah, Miranda's not down.
1: Um, because she says what? Like, ugh, no real New Yorker would ever spit out a steak that good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly,
1: Um, and then Carrie. um, It's the next morning. Next morning, um, she's with Keith, and then another Carrie walks in. Yeah,
0: I was like, I was like rubbing my eyes when this happened. I was like, what's happening right now?
1: Yeah, Carrie Fisher walks in, and it's Carrie Fisher's house. That
0: was the other thing when when she walked in. I was like, is this Carrie Fisher playing Carrie Fisher or Carrie Fisher playing somebody else random? But nope, it's Carrie Fisher playing Carrie Carrie Fisher
1: playing Carrie Fisher. (laughs) So, yeah, so we find out that Keith Travers is just a personal assistant to <laughs> yes. um, Many Carrie people. Fisher, Penny, I guess Penny Marshall. I guess
0: Matt Damon as well.
1: They I, didn't say Matt oh, Damon. They said Ben Affleck. They did
0: say Ben Affleck. I thought that was a weird <laughs> thing. I guess at that point was it known that Matt Damon was- But I just like that me.
1: Carrie Fisher's like, I told you not to bring uh, prostitutes. Yeah, I told you not to bring
0: prostitutes here. Uh, She's,
1: and Carrie's like- I'm I'm a I'm a writer. I'm a
0: writer, you're a writer. writer
1: Carrie, Carrie. Carrie Fisher's like,
0: I, I can't do this right now. She said, I have a child. I can't I can't I, do this, right can't do
1: this. Um,
0: um, Keith Travers, though, does have a great parting line. He looks to Carrie Fisher, he holds up the phone, he goes, I just want you to know this was on the entire
1: time. This right? was always on. Yeah. <laughs> this was
0: always on. I was like, this Oh,
1: was
0: on. Vince Vaughn, just uh just, yep. So it's getting ready th-
1: those two worlds have shattered and now we're at the playboy mansion um and it's you know uh i think they're kind of over it yeah they're walking around they're it's having happening. fun yeah it's, i mean half of them happening. are in
0: half of them are out
1: um and then Samantha Samantha someone stole her fake fendi yes and then she looks and she sees one of Hugh's Playboy bunnies with the fake Fendi. At right. least she thought it was the fake Fendi. Accurate. And she goes up and she's like, that bunny stole my bag. That bunny
0: stole my Fendi.
1: Um, and then the bunny opens it up and it's... Oh, what does Samantha say? She's like... Look at it. It'll, it's all, it'll say um, made it'll, in China. It'll say made a, in China.
0: It'll be full of condoms.
1: Full of condoms.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, Samantha, you're
1: the best. I no, It was real. It was Look really
0: inside funny. it. It'll say made in China. And
1: then two nods from Hef, and they were all kicked out.
0: Yeah, and then a gigantic security guard appears and is like, all right, ladies, time to go.
1: But not without my friends.
0: Yeah, that was Samantha's like... I'm not leaving without my friends.
1: Um, Also, before that, though, Charlotte was, like, chatting it up with some, like, skis ball.
0: I mean, he's basic I I gotta imagine he was cast as, like, porn director. He just... (laughs) I was like, this guy's gonna say something creepy by the end of this.
1: Yeah. He is
0: just creepy looking. He's, like, a little older, like kind of like a silver fox, but, like, mid-late 50s and just, like... Nice conversation. He's like, so great. I'd like to give you a gift. Let me buy you some boobs. And she's like, oh. Yeah, and
1: then her glass shatters. And then she realizes, like, I would rather be married right now.
0: Totally. Doesn't want boobs. What a weird gift to offer somebody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Charlotte's beautiful. and Oh, yeah.
0: She's, yeah. No, no need for that.
1: No need for boobs. New boobs. Yeah. Um, Tid soup. And then, yes. Yeah. So Miranda and Carrie, they uh, walk into the grotto. And it's just women with all their tops off. Yeah. I was like, ugh. Well, see, you're like them. See, I didn't like how judgy they were.
0: I'm like the girls. Yeah. Well, I guess at the same point, like the whole thing Carrie's struggling with is she she really equates to like New York, it's about what's on the inside that counts. In LA, they're a bit more superficial. But as they're there, it's like maybe what's on the outside is okay. And very clearly throughout the episode, she's like, Oh, this is okay. You know, maybe what's more on the outside is fine, and if that gives you happiness, it's okay. But it's very clear in that final moment that her thought has shifted and it's returned to a more of a New York mentality where just something like that. But Seeing also,
1: that- the problem is she is a sex columnist. And it's like, did you forget what you do for a living? Like, you would think that she'd be a little more open-minded. Yeah, but I Even mean, more so than Samantha sometimes. But I
0: think Carrie... I mean, sex columnist. It's always Carrie never loses sight of sex being an intimate act. There's always ebbs and flows with it, but to just see like a bunch of like young, like eighteen, early twenty year olds with their fake breasts, tops off in a you know, like in a pool with a bunch of like significantly older men. It's just like. But but I there think were that was no men. The, the,
1: there were no men in there. Uh, were there? I didn't see any men. I
0: think there were some men.
1: Well, we can go back and look because I think there were. They were mostly all women in I
0: there. Bet you five bucks. Oh, there were definitely mostly all women.
1: I don't think there were any men in that. Oh, I bet you
0: there were some men in that shot. All
1: right. Well, we'll double we'll check. Reach five over bucks over here. Oh all no. Right. Oh.
0: shake a shake. gentleman's agreement.
1: <sighs> Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
0: but but I think the whole thing is like. Had they seen that maybe halfway through the episode, they would have been like, let's do it. But, you know.
1: So, tit soup. Tit soup. Um, And then uh that's it.
0: And then they... They
1: go back.
0: Carrie gets yelled and at yeah. for smoking in the lobby. We're and going,
1: then, we're going.
0: And then Carrie somehow, six hours later, she's in her apartment already. I was like, where are you flying? I was like, you flying private? What are you doing? Six hours later, you're there already? Damn.
1: Well, it is a little shorter going back, right? Yeah,
0: but like, what? It's fine. I get it.
1: Hey, everybody. There's more cosmos on the way, but first, a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. All right, let's get into some segments. Yay! Yay! All right. First up is Honey of the Week.
0: Haughty of the week.
1: (laughs) All right. So who are our choices? Uh, Keith Travers. Keith Travers.
0: Um, Letterman Lou. Letterman Lou. Hugh
1: Hefner.
0: Hugh Hefner, um, porn director. Oh,
1: Ian.
0: His name was Ian, the porn director. His name was Ian? Dang. Okay. Wasn't it? Sure. Let's just call him Ian. Ian, the porn director. That's fine.
1: Was there a, was there another character that we didn't talk about, Ian? No, yeah. No, that was a porn director.
0: Uh, unless that's the guy that's selling the Fendies.
1: <laughs> oh, no. And then Trey.
0: Yeah, Trey. Mm.
1: So who's your honey of the week?
0: I just think it's got to be Vince Vaughn. It's like, you know, he was younger. I guess this would have been likely after Swingers, but before any like big... Post-Swingers, pre-old school. Uh, And yeah, you know, he's like looking fine. He's younger. He's quick. At that point, he was probably like one of the quickest people in Hollywood, I imagine. It's like, yeah,
1: he's snappy, witty.
0: I guess at that point, he would have been like a tall, hunkier Robin Williams, right? Without quick he did stuff?
1: Mm. No?
0: Do you see what I'm trying to make there? He's just so I'm quick. I see and, what you're
1: trying to say. Yes.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just got to be Vince Vaughn, I think.
1: All right, I agree with you. I think the hottie of the week is Keith Travers. Keith Travers. I just
0: want you to know. This phone was on the whole time. <laughs> Your laundry, the cat food, taken care of.
1: Well, somebody's ass is ringing and it ain't mine.
0: Yeah, jeez.
1: All right, next fuck? up is... That's not cute. We're going to discuss some crimes of fashion with who wore what, why? Who wore what,
0: what, why? why?
1: So, so tell us, uh, any, uh, any outfits?
0: Yes, I had a few, um... I think what Charlotte is wearing when she arrives in L.A. is very pretty. It's like a simple like black dress. Yeah. And it's got stuff. I think it's showing her shoulders a little bit maybe. I don't know. But I remember thinking, like, this is very nice. Charlotte, I think, looks very pretty in this episode. And um, especially for presumably getting off a red eye. Yeah. <laughs> she looks great.
1: Yeah, um, she always does.
0: So there was that. Another thing is I noticed uh, what Carrie was wearing when she's getting ready for the, uh, sorry, checking out the Fendi bags. Looked very nice. She's kind of like a like belly shirt type thing and then like frills going on. It was very like, whoa, this is a thing.
1: I'm learning about what you think is pretty and I, nice. I, it, it's just
0: <laughs> like not, well, comparatively, I think Samantha was wearing like a tube top or something.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure she wore like a tube top. She wore like a tube time. top there,
0: but what Carrie is wearing when she is getting the, checking out the Fendi bags is like very pretty. And finally, Keith mm-hmm. Travers, uh, big no-no for me. Oh. When they are checking out, when they are checking out the, House. He is wearing what I perceive to be a sweater with no undershirt.
1: What's wrong with that?
0: That's just insane. You'd be so you'd be so scratchy and like sweaty and weird. That's just not a thing for you. For me, no, 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 no. that's a big (laughs) no-no. But like for the general public, I think it's a big no-no.
1: Okay. Well, I the outfit she wears when she gets back to her apartment, I'm like. You flew in that? It's like I mean, she probably it's like a changed. jumpsuit with like this big old gold necklace. I'm like, you, you had to get through security. Like you had to take that off. Didn't take that like, off.
0: They just scanner.
1: I don't know. And she wore high heels, of course. I'm just like, and oh, and she had that pink fanny pack, which mm. I think I have one now, I like it.
0: Right <laughs> there, you go.
1: Um, cool. All right, next up.
0: Pun of the week. Pun, pun of the week of the week. Do you have any? Uh, but this is the old question. What's a pun?
1: I know. I never get it right.
0: But there was a lot of good wordplay. I mean, the, from from like the metaphor of a of a Brazilian, the whole. Theme of the episode was is what's on the inside versus what's on the outside count. Um, that bunny's got my back. Uh, what I wrote down was uh, man, what was it? Uh, Oh yes, I think this was a pun. This was a thing. So when Charlotte and Trey get back from like the fundraiser, and Charlotte's trying to like set the mood. Trey's not going for it. Charlotte says, oh, I think we should think about Viagra. And Trey gets on this weird thing about like, oh, you know, my father had like a heart condition. He died of a heart attack. Like heart condition runs in the family. And then uh, Carrie goes, Trey wasn't the only one dealing with heart problems. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Well,
1: to add to that, then she also says, Turns out her conjugal bliss was a conjugal miss. (laughs) Ooh!
0: There's also a moment where they're talking about the bags and Samantha says, I'm like, oh, you never know unless you looked on the inside. And then Carrie... At this point, calling back to the Brazilian wax goes, "Oh, I wouldn't know about that. All my insides are on the outside."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Whoa,
0: bringing it back!" All right. <laughs> I guess that's, uh, <laughs> that's all the that's our part of the week.
1: Um. All right. Well, we've we've made it.
0: We've arrived.
1: You're such a. You're such a... So now, this is where you decide which one of the four main characters did you most identify with in this episode.
0: Uh, Okay. I think right now... I think I probably... I don't know. I want to say Miranda a little bit. I think that... I think she like sort of identifies in meeting Letterman Lou and seeing him identifies it like, you know, I think my life could deal with a little less stress and I could like deal with like slowing things down a little bit and is like interested in a change, but still keeps her like kind of core values and is like, that's crazy, you're bulimic. Like, what are we talking about here? And I don't know. I guess that kind of makes sense for me more recently. I've been trying to like make a little bit of change and kind of like you know, make a positive change, but like not lose <laughs> sight of what's important. Does this make sense? I sound like a crazy person. Yeah. I am not going to jump off a bridge after this recording.
1: No, um, you try to make some changes.
0: No, I'm just like, you know,
1: okay. So you're such a Miranda. I am such a
0: Miranda, which is also very true oh, I love Miranda's good, yeah, Miranda's
1: good. yeah, we all love Miranda. Well, not everyone, but we do. well, I probably most identify with I have to say Samantha
0: okay
1: (laughs) um just because like most recently I've just been in situations where like I've met celebrities that I was like wow it's you yeah and and you want it to go so well (laughs) you want it to go so well and then and then it all just Crumbles into a burning flame of mess. And uh, it's it's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, like, they're going to forget about it two seconds later. Right. right? They, you know, they've never thought it. But it's like, it does make you feel a little like, ah.
0: That's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. (laughs) And that's your story now of that time you met that celebrity. And then that thing happened.
1: Right, but it's just it was going so well for her.
0: It sure was.
1: You know? And for me, it was going so well until things. Yeah. And um so yeah, I I uh I identify with Samantha. I'm I'm such a Samantha.
0: Yeah, you know, she
1: I'm such a Samantha. Such a
0: are. Such a Samantha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Terrence. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
0: Anytime. If we have any sort of issues again, I'll be here.
1: Um, Another shout out to Natasha Estrada. Yes, Natasha. Um, She is going to be on another episode. She'll be back. After the new year. We're going to plan that uh, because she's amazing and great and we want her back. Yeah. All right. So uh, cheers.
0: Tit soup, everybody.
1: Well, that's the episode. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to thank a few people that make the show possible. John Fredette for the music. You can check him out at johnfredette.com. Our amazing guest slash producer, Terrence Deutsch, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City or on Twitter at c a t c podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc. You can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. We'll catch you next week. Cheers!